Hey everybody, it's Tony here. Uh, before the show starts today, first off, apologies for the bad sounding voice memo we're recording from my phone. Uh, I am on the road about to start a tour with my band Motion City Soundtrack. We're going to be all over the U.S., so uh, if you live in the United States near a major city, we're going to be pretty much everywhere over the next two months, June and July. Uh, so come out and see us if you can. Um, and if you see me around, say hi. I'll have a few stickers and some pins with me. And uh, if you want one, say hi and let me know. Um, but uh, you've been crammed with rehearsals all week. I'm in Minneapolis right now. Uh, no time to work on the new episode this week. My apologies. Uh, so to hold us over, uh, this is going to be a Bizarre Singles episode released uh, on Patreon before. And it's the uh, NBA Finals are happening right now. And uh, I figured, well, let's go with a basketball-themed episode here. And um, just uh, FYI, over the next uh, couple of months, going to be some remastered episodes. Uh, you know, kind of like reruns, but with additional content. I've done a few of those in the past before. Um, yeah, I just can't uh, do full episodes uh, on the road like I did in 2020 because I nearly died of exhaustion. <laughs> um, so anyways, I'm rambling. Here's an episode of Bizarre Singles. Thank you for support, and thank you for understanding. Take it away, me. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great song. But I also love those strange songs that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Singles. As I'm sure you know, NBA legend Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash earlier this year. He was beloved by many, but hardly a perfect reputation due to his sexual assault accusations back in 2003. Uh, he later admitted to a, an adulterous sexual encounter with the accuser, but denied the sexual assault allegation. In September 2004, the assault case was dropped by prosecutors and the accuser decided not to testify. Then they filed a separate lawsuit against him, which was settled privately out of court. But I'm not here to talk about that or his NBA career, really. And this is a little different than usual, because I'm not here to celebrate him either. I just, I'm just getting that out front. Uh, I'm just here to share the story of his brief music career. So let's get into it. Growing up in Philadelphia, his parents literally named him after Kobe Beef. And his middle name is Bean. That's 100% true. Has nothing to do with anything, but I just needed to share that. His father was a former NBA player named Joe Bryant. And when Kobe was in high school, he was recognized as the top high school basketball player in the country. When he graduated high school, he bypassed college and went straight to the NBA. With the 13th pick in the 1996 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select... Kobe Bryant from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania. He was quickly traded to the L.A. Lakers, where he then played the rest of his career. But let's circle back to his high school days. In high school, Kobe was a part of a rap group called Cheezaw. I'm not positive I'm saying that right, but I'm trying. Uh, and they were named after a gang from the martial arts film A Kid with the Golden Arm. In 1999, 
Three years into Kobe's NBA career, Cheezal was signed to Sony Entertainment. And unfortunately for the rest of the group, Sony really only had their eyes on Kobe. He'd already dipped his toes into the music world, uh, being featured on a remix of Brian McKnight's 1998 single, Hold Me. Also in 1998, he appeared on a song on Shaquille O'Neal's fourth album, Respect. And he appeared on a Destiny's Child remix. Steve Stout was the man who signed Kobe to Sony, technically Columbia Records, which is owned by Sony. In an interview with The Breakfast Club, Stout said, quote, As a rookie, I met him and he wanted to put out an album. He was actually a part of a group, and I signed the group over at Columbia. Trackmasters, we signed them. We were just coming off LL Cool J and Will Smith. We thought we could make this thing work. End quote. He goes on to say that Kobe spent lots of time in New York with Nas and Foxy Brown trying to learn how to get better at being a rapper. His roots had been in underground hip-hop, but the label was pushing him more toward radio-friendly hip-hop. He recorded an entire album entitled Visions, and the label set a release date for the spring of 2000. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In January of 2000, the first single, K-O-B-E, was released. Once again, once again, flawless. Come on. Right. Uh, uh-huh. Yo. Yeah. Just like this. Uh, what I live for? Basketball, beats and bras, from Italy to the U.S. Yes, it's raw. I'm in search for the one that make my wealth feel poor. Who can ignore the spotlight life for grandma? My dumb folks have I found the oars that I search for. The single also featured supermodel Tyra Banks, and to the best of my knowledge, she didn't have much experience in the music industry outside of appearing in some music videos. 
for Michael Jackson, Tina Turner, and George Michael. That's just a few. There's actually more. Uh, Kobe and Tyra even performed the single at NBA's All-Star Weekend in 2000. You want to see Tyra? You the man, actually. You the well, man. Uh, you know what? I think that our next guest can help with that. Because uh, performing for the first time on national television here at NBA Team Up with special guest Tyra Banks. Like, whoa. Here is Kobe. The single had a few credited producers, one of them, Sarus. No idea if I'm saying that right. Uh, this song is the only credit that he has under that name, but he's actually Russell Howard, who does have a couple of writing and producing credits with Jay-Z. The other credited producers are Poke and Tone. Poke and Tone is a U.S. production team comprised of Jean-Claude Olivier and Samuel Barnes. They also went by the name The Trackmasters. They're known for successful singles and remixes, and they've earned 7 gold and 20 platinum records through their career. A career that's seen them working with artists like 50 Cent, Nas, R. Kelly, LL Cool J, Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Will Smith, Jennifer Lopez, Jay-Z, and the Notorious B.I.G. Unfortunately for Kobe, the single was very poorly received by both fans and critics. He shot a music video for the song directed by Hype Williams, and that video was actually where Kobe would meet his wife, Vanessa. But that video never saw the light of day, and neither did the rest of the album. Because of that poor reception, Sony shelved the album, and not long after, they completely dropped Kobe from the label. Afterward, Bryant co-founded an independent music label called Heads High Entertainment. But the label didn't last long either, folding within a year. That was pretty much the end of Bryant's musical career with the exception of appearing on Taiwanese singer Jay Chow's single, The Heaven and Earth Challenge. The song ended up being used by Sprite in its 2011 marketing campaign in China. And that's going to do it for this week. Thanks, as always, for your support, and uh, I will see you guys in the main feed on Tuesday for the amazing Mets from 1969. That's right, a baseball for your clout they have in the past why stereotype class all dimes and money adds speed